Between Two Beers allows you to tap into the wisdom of some great humans as they tell their stories. So pour yourself a new potty and make yourself at home with Between Two Beers. Cheers. Michael Jordan was basically walking down the hallway getting held up by two of his, you know, people, and he was done. And that was the game where he hit the winning buzzer shot. So we sort of crossed in the hallway, and it was just sort of one of those, well, if it was now, you'd be snapping away like yeah. social media. New episodes every Sunday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's get busy. on the Matt and Jerry intro podcast where we all bring a fact in. The panel decides whether it's good or bad. If it's a good fact, you'll hear this. Oh, <laughs> if it's a bad fact, you'll hear this. Nice beaver. Thank you. I just had it stuffed. Let me help you with that. And who wants to start today? Jerry, you've turned up with a fact. You're looking very confident with your fact. I'd like you to... Know that I always turn up with a fact, <laughs> unlike Mashy here, who decided last week, interestingly, that he was going to try and sit on the outside and hurl grenades at us. Yeah, well, I was nervous about the amount of politics that was starting to creep into this, so I thought if I could just sit outside the walls of this Get Fact intro and just hurl grenades in and just, you know, explode some things a little bit, then that might be better for me. I realised it was no fun, so this week I'm back. You're back in it? All right, Jerry, let's hear your fact. The original artificial Christmas tree was developed in Germany in the 1800s and then taken on board into America and they were originally designed with goose feathers which were put onto wires and then dyed green to look like leaves. That's a great fact. Mm, they were wrapped around a central dowel rod, which went up the middle, which kind of carried on for another 100 years after that. But the, the whole goose feather thing sort of fell by the wayside as soon as new plastics came along. So the goose feather, so the tail feather of the goose. Well, it's a good question. I think they just had goose feathers, lots of goose feathers sticking out of All the... Right. Of the branches that were wrapped around bits of wire, so the wire, a bit of hard wire would stick out, get, get. and then they'd wrap a little bit of a goose feather around it, and it would stick out like a, like a kind of Christmas tree on each side. You'd get bloody goose feathers everywhere, wouldn't you? You get hay fever from a goose feather? Oh shit, yeah. Do you actually? Do you? Shit, yeah. Do you? Shit, yeah. Are you sure? You're just making that up. I'm making that up. <laughs> <laughs> I bought some expensive pillows recently, and they've bloody pissed feathers all over the house. Just feathers coming out bloody everywhere. I'm back on the foam. I'm back on the memory foam across oh, all my pillows. Oh, you yeah. can't have a memory foam pillow. You've got to go goose down. Very hard to go once you've gone goose down. I find it very hard to go back to the to the crappy, cheap stuffing ones. I, I, I recently bought a three-pack from Kmart for $12. Stuff, all, put all three of those pillows inside the same pillowcase and away laughing. Feels like an expensive one. Oh, yeah. Yep. You ever eaten a goose? Yeah, I've eaten goose. I've had goose. Goose eggs? Can you eat a goose egg? Yeah, you can eat a goose egg. Eat the I, shit I, out of a goose you know egg. I hate geese. 
Yeah, they're assholes. They are absolute assholes. What about swans? Pieces of shit. Those swans oh. and geese down at bloody Western Springs, they're a bunch of... Oh, I got bitten by a pukeko down there. A pukeko? Oh, the pukeko's yeah, during, a piece um, of shit as well. I'm scared of birds because of that park. Yeah. It was during mating season. Oh, you know when they're protecting the eggs? Mm. What were you doing around a pukeko's eggs? Was trying to no, like I was just, I was just going for my run. Yeah. Running past them, they hadn't put the signs but, up yet. Yeah. Thought you'd pick park. up some pukeko eggs no, for breakfast. No, and then this pukeko came up, was running, chasing me, it turned around, and it bit my bum. You know, at the end of the uh, <laughs> a Christmas tale, it jumped up. Anyways, you know Charles Dickens a, was it a Christmas Carol? Mm-hmm. And at the end, Scrooge is like a Christmas goose, a big beautiful <laughs> Christmas goose. I always thought that was weird as a child because I was like, who fucking eats a goose for Christmas? Not bloody me. Well, they didn't used to eat chickens in those days. Yeah. Didn't they? No. They were deep into cri- um, pigeon pie. Yeah, Because pigeons- I've read a lot of Charles Dickens lately and they mainly just punish Christmas um, uh, what do you mean pigeon pie. Deep in a pigeon pie? Do you mean it like an American pie way where he has sex with inserts his uh, penis into the whatever pie that is? Yeah. That kind of thing. That's what I mean. Like a right. Hot- People would put their penises into hot pigeon pies on a can, daily basis. I can imagine they're feeling quite nice. Ooh, pigeon. I'll tell you what's delicious, and that's a pumpkin pie. Mm. Sounds disgusting. For your it mouth actually, or your... It's delicious. Downstairs or mouth? No, no, in your mouth, hey. Meshi. Oh, sorry, I thought we were still talking about the inserting. No, no, no. Okay. It's not downstairs Monday. When no, was the last no, time no. you had a pumpkin pie? Uh, just a few years ago at the Peabody Hotel for Thanksgiving in Memphis. Can I share some audio? Can I sh- share some audio with the panel? Please do. A cooked goose for everyone. It's Ebenezer Scrooge. Yes, a cooked goose. <laughs> Just wanted to share that with the panel. A goose, a goose, a cooked goose. <laughs> um, that's down for me because all the nice beaver. I can't even remember what the fact was. What was it? It was about the tree. Uh, it was made out of geese. They had the dowel up the middle with a yeah. goose. That was quite rear. an interesting fact. Where fake Christmas, what fake Christmas trees used to look like back in the day, where they came oh, from. Unbelievable. Oh, unbelievable! I come from a family of uh, geese. Plastic. <laughs> no, I'm not from a gaggle. I was um, born of a goose. <laughs> no, I'm from a plastic tree family, and that's oh, interesting because yeah. we've never had a real tree. Yeah. Should I want to have a? A Christmas goose <laughs> this year. Where would you go to find a goose? Pharaoh? Would they be selling a goose? Where would oh, you get it? Maybe. Yeah. Your dad runs a butcher, Anastasia. Has, yeah. he, has he got some geese hanging in the fucking window? No offence. <laughs> Sorry about the swearing. Fucking geese. Uh, no, uh, coming from experience in the butchery, there are a lot of uh, rich Miraval mums who love a goose. Do they? Over, they love- over Christmas. Well, oh. good goose- for the tuduckin, the, you know, the goes well with the ham. Sauce for the goose, as what's, they say. Yeah, what's good for the goose is good for the Miraval mum. Well, sauce for the goose. Is it is a goosing a, a sexual act? Like if you goose someone? Yeah, that is. You goose someone. I'm not 100% sure what that is, but I've heard people Should talk I about it Should I urban dictionary? Yeah, can you look up what, uh, a, what, what a goosing is? I just want to preface, when I Google it, it's not my fact. Okay, so this is Anastasia's fact. Some people look like I mean, Mash looks like a big goose, don't you reckon? <laughs> Do you know I've been told that before? It's because I've got the big bumpy nose, so I was always called the goose growing up. Yeah, you could be a goose. You look like a pukeko. Do I? Yeah. yeah. Huh. You 
Look like a sparrow. I'll take that. I'll take that. A, a, plucked, a plucked sparrow's egg. Reverse plucked turkey and the sparrow's egg. And I think if Anastasia was a bird, she'd be a dotrel. Just to clarify, is. what is the reverse plucked turkey and the sparrow's egg? I've... It's when you lift up your ball sack mm-hmm. and you place it over the top of your downstairs operation, your sausage. Oh, so you tuck in your... your, your... And then you pull it tight. That's the reverse plucked turkey and the sparrow's egg. So your willy disappears kind of yeah. thing and it just Aww. looks like a... It looks just like a sack. A reverse, so the reverse pluck, the reverse is the pulling it up. Yeah, gotcha. And then the plucked turkey is the underneath of your ball sack, and the sparrow's egg are the two, is the is the bunch that it creates. Right, is that a festive thing? Are you supposed to do that on Christmas morning before you go to church type thing, or is it just that's all year round? It's for matariki. To big to goose someone is mm. to pinch someone's buttocks. Don't say to, the other ones. What are the other ones? I want to know what the other ones are now. No, the the. More graphic ways of, you know, the. Anyways. Something to do with perineum? The, the back hole. Oh. Oh, oh really? Uh, probe situation. Oh. Or. Um, Come on, let's just have it. What is it? What oh, is it? Come on. Uh, so, so there's that, the, there's the anus. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then the second version is um, a play on the words goose and duck, duck rhyming with. Uh, the F word. Yeah. Fuck so yeah. Goes and fu- okay, that's disgusting. Um, I still don't quite understand where we went with that. What did no, we learn? Uh, it's pinching or probing um, the anus. Anus. Yeah. Okay, so that's two ups for Jerry. Now my fact. Actually. Nice beaver. Because we got talking about mm. probing and plucking yeah, you're right, actually, anuses, so yeah. I, I, that had to go. Uh, fair enough. Are uh, we getting rid of it? I came back just for that one. Okay. Sorry, Jerry, there's no hard feelings. Righto, Maddie! At no point in the Bible does it mention three wise men. They just say, there were some wise men. At no point do they say three wise men, so you can take that and shove it up your ass. What? So I thought the three wise men bought gifts and gold and all these other things. Yeah. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Yeah. Thanks very much, Mash. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. But that might have been bought. The wise men might have bought through. Like one of them might have bought all the gold, frankincense, and myrrh. There's no point. The whole three wise men thing. It's a whole crock of shit. Right. A whole crock of shit. No one knows how many bloody wise men turned up. We don't know if one was on a camel or not. We don't know anything bloody about them. Why were they wise as well? That's the other question. How wise were these wise men? What did they know? Uh, is anyone giving gifts of frankincense this Christmas? And myrrh. Or myrrh. Myrrh. What is myrrh? Just a... Myrrh. It's a spice. Oh, lovely. Isn't it? Why myrrh? myrrh. Did you reckon Mary went myrrh? <laughs> I don't want myrrh. Could you give myrrh. me the Moroccan mix spice for fuck's sake? Frankincense. It'd be like, why do they give Mleh. Frankenstein? What? What's the point in giving Frankenstein? No, no, frankincense, frankincense, isn't it? But I still don't know what that is either. Yeah. So can you give us something? We've we haven't got much going on. We're in a manger, you We're know. Manger. And you've bought me a spice. You've bought me some sort of some poncy. It's like it's like going up to a homeless homeless person and giving them some Tom Ford cologne. Yeah. yeah like, what, like, what can I do with this? Yeah. What am I going to freaking do with this, mate? Or yeah. you, you you turn in with a give someone a spice rack. You find you like someone's had a horrific accident, 
yeah. and you give them a spice rack. I mean, thanks for your frankincense and myrrh, but it would be actually pretty good if we could have some cash. would be pretty good, actually, maybe to help <laughs> us find some accommodation. Thank you, you three wise men. You're not that wise well, that when it comes the to the equivalent of cash. Where's okay. your... Um, where's your um, no, it wasn't. They had gold back then. Huh? Like spice trade, right? No. Can they... Would they trade spices? Yeah. Well, they bought some gold. They bought some frankincense. Yeah. I, how do you spell it? Oh, did they bring some gold? M-E-H-R. So there was gold involved. I don't know that they bought gold. Did they bring gold as well? Yeah, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Oh, gold's good. Because I was under the assumption that it was a stag dude, the three the three no. wise men situation, and they went out, and then they got desperate for a, a birthday present. Oh, so they went down to the local Westfield, and they didn't know what to get, so they just went into the countdown. Got some myrrh and frankincense oh. and a little bit of gold and said, here you go. You're shit out of luck. Sorry, Mary. Oh, well, that's mirth. That's not myrrh. Is it spelled with a T-H? M-Y-R-R-H. What on earth? That's not a proper word. Myrrh. Myrrh. A gum resin extracted from a number three. A gum resin extracted from a number of small thorny tree species of the genus Copophora. Myrrh resin has been used throughout history as a perfume, incense, and medicine. Incest, did you say? <laughs> yes. Back in used in incest. Incest. <laughs> right. And medicine. Medicine. All right. Okay. So that's three ups from me. Moving on to me. Oh, no. Nice beaver. 18 years of Catholicism. That was a trigger for me. That's down from you? Mm. Um, like <laughs> did we mention myrrh or we're just talking three wise men I can't remember what is your folk didn't mention anything about the myrrh did it no I don't know anything about the myrrh okay well I'm going down too nice beaver <laughs> okay Mash what do you got oh hang on a minute or break 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break and when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems. Or a but. I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back with a special Christmas edition of the Fact Factors. I hope, I hope, I hope Mash's uh, fact is Christmas related. It is topical, but it's not uh, Christmas related. So thank you for that last minute stitch up. <laughs> a football pitch is actually supposed to have a five degree incline. They weren't sure how to make it a um, a gain for a team that won the toss, so they decided to make all football pitches a five degree upslope, with the upslope being the advantage. So if one team had in the first half had an upslope, the other team would get it in the second half. Shit, that wouldn't be easy to do, would it, across a whole f- uh, football field to just get it wow. five degrees from start to finish? Is that real in real life? Or I'm not sure if they've continued to do it, but back in additional information, back in 1881, this is how they decided they were going to uh, kind of equal. I, I guess back then you could just get people to do it, say we want a five cent incline, and you could flick someone some frankincense and they'd probably do it for you. How much is five degrees across 88 to 100 metres? What's the uh, what's the year uh, angle on at Lords? It's forty-five. Oh, that's a good question. Shall I search that five. up? So a five is a ninth of of a forty-five, which is a half. 
you know, which is a quarter. So 90 is straight up, 45 is that. So that's a ninth of that. So it's not much of a slope, but it's yeah. certainly, I thought it was all about wind. Yeah. Water, hot. But also that means you're running uphill to get back to defend your own goal as well. Yeah, well, it said the only additional information that the idea of the upslope was an advantage because the ball, if you were going to play through balls, it was going to hold up for the for your fast wingers. Mm-hmm. I've just done right. some research, and I think these days they do have a slant, but it's for draining purposes. Oh, well, there you go. But still, I mean, kind of stays true to that fact. That's an up for me. Oh, you like that? I found that interesting. Oh, I really like it. <laughs> wow, is that an up for the stage as well? Up for me too, man. Wow. That is the first time you... Jeremy Drummond Wells has given me an upvote on Get Fit Thursday. Jeremy James Drummond Wells. So the Lord's Slope, the Lord's Slope is a gradient at Lord's Cricket. The slope is is in the cricket pitch and runs from north end of the ground mm-hmm. to the south end mm-hmm. with a drop of 2.5 metres. That's mm-hmm. actually quite a lot, eight, eight, eight feet. That's got to be more than five degrees. That's, that's a mad slope, eh? You boys have spent some time at Lords, though, right? I've yeah. never been. I've been to Lords. Did you? Could you notice the slope there? Oh, hundred percent. Shit, yeah, you yeah, can. yeah. You yeah. really notice it. Yeah, I, I think it was. I reckon it's about five degrees. I reckon that's it's going to be about five degrees. Is that just a guesstimate? Yeah. Oh yeah. So the slopes angles seam bowlers from the pavilion end and swing bowlers from the nursery end. It, it aids them. It's great that they didn't fix it. Hey. Oh, like, totally. They came under a so, lot of pressure too. I think it's so cool that they went. No, no. You know, that's the quirk of Lords. Yeah. Is there any chance that it, that used to be a football ground that had the five degree Well, that's what I was wondering. Incline, and oh, then it turned into... Oh, yeah, I see what you mean. I oh, know, I just think it was just set up. Oh, here we go, here we go. The oh, land okay. on which Lords was built was originally a duck pond yes. on, on a hill in St. John's duck. Wood. Because oh. cricket was around actually before <laughs> football in that regard. Oh, Lords was, was built around the slope and was enclosed by stands in the 21st century. Goose pond? There were calls for the... Uh, no, oh, sorry. Full stop. In the 21st century, there were calls for the slope to be levelled as a result of the advent of drop-in pitches. Yeah. But the uh, Marty Bone Cricket Club said, nah, we're just going to leave it. Why would we? Because the interesting part about the slope is you think, okay, well, if you're a, let's just say you're an away swing bowler, and from the right-hander, you'd think, oh, well, I want to bowl with the slope going from, you know, leg to off. So going down, because you get more. But actually, what you actually do is the opposite. Because it just holds its line a fraction. Oh, it sits up a little bit and more. And so, yeah. So it just holds through, yeah. It's the opposite. You, you go with the opposite way because it's too much. Otherwise, the slope is too much and you beat the bat by miles. Right. So you do it the other way and then the batsman's just, their natural incline, in, inclination is just a little bit out. Yeah. That's very, very interesting. You definitely want to hit the ball down the slope. That's for sure because it, it runs away. Okay, Anastasia. Go fact, please. This is topical because I had a spicy curry for dinner last night. Well, that's topical to you, but no one else. Well, except for the horrific smells you've been making in Studio B this morning. It's pretty topical for us. People who love spicy foods tend to have more intercourse. Why? Uh, It's just a 2019 study that revealed that people... Uh, who liked chilli or hot tastes in their food had or got busy 5.3 times uh, a month in comparison to those who didn't. Racist. Who have, no, 
who get busy 3.2 times per uh, month. There, there we go. Uh, it's because wow. spice in the kitchen equals spice in, in the, bedroom. the bedroom. What's that saying that you have what the perfect woman is, Jerry? Let's not go there. That has an age work. <laughs> There's This reminds me a no, lot. I'd like to hear it. No. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I, well, I presented my fact and it took a lot of courage because I'm shit at presenting facts. So um, I'd like you to nah. dig deep and present that. What? Let's just say a lady should be a lady in the dining room. Yep, keep going. Yeah. Here we, you, yeah. Look, you've already yeah. you've already gone this far, mate. <laughs> yep, you're fucked either way. And a cook in the kitchen. Yep, yeah. Well, this sense. is the, this is the ideal. Chef, chef this in the, the kitchen. Ideal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is the ideal. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I want to say this. Mm. It extends both across men and women. Actually, yeah. look, a great man should be a gentleman in the dining room. Yeah. He should be a chef in the kitchen. Yeah. And the ideal man would be a gigolo in the sack. Right. And so if, if you reverse that, you're saying that a woman should be a lady in the dining room, uh-huh. a chef in the kitchen, uh-huh. and a in the bedroom. Your words, not mine. Okay, well, I'm just saying mean. that that's what you are. Is that what you're saying? Because if we take what you're saying about a man, then you're flipping that around to a woman. Because you said you think that a man and a woman should be the same thing. The ideal human, mm-hmm. <laughs> the ideal human, yep. should be a gentle person in the dining room or drawing room, mm-hmm. depending on where you're having your conversation. A chef in the kitchen <laughs> and a real goer in the sack. And we're back. What's wrong with being a sex worker in the kitchen? I will be the first one that I enjoy doing that stuff in that kitchen. When the beautiful s- smells of your food are boiling away. I don't, mm. think, I don't even know if I've ever had seen in the kitchen. Those dishwashing rubber gloves really turn me off. You never like, cross in the kitchen table? No. It doesn't really seem like the kind of place. Well, you got a bed over there. Like yeah. For me, my bed's like five metres away. It's like, I'm going for the bed, thanks very much. It's soft and it's comfortable. Yeah, all you have to do is step over top of Jackie and then get into bed. <laughs> And obviously, in the bedroom is where yeah, that's the, where you, the that's person where you need to be is a, a. That's where you need to be a real slozer. I was once making love on a sink, and it broke, and all the water went up in the air at the really? at a hotel. Yeah. Wait, what? So hang on. So you were in a motel. Mm-hmm. Where was the motel? That was a hotel. Where was the hotel? <laughs> Central Auckland. Yes. What uh, Central Auckland hotel was that? The Millen- the the Mer- Mercury. Mercury. No, the, Mille- the, the Millennium. The Millennium. Yeah. That's disgusting. Whereabouts is the Millennium in Auckland? That's right, in the centre, just by oh. the. Uh, mm. Yeah, so it was you and a and, and and another guy, and you took him home. It was a, young, a lovely lady, and she was wearing bunny ears. Excuse me, was it a themed? It was a special birthday treat. <laughs> okay, how have we not heard this before? So I've heard this before. And then the sink broke, and there was water flying every going everywhere, Wait. and it was a major incident, and we had to move to another room. Well, you yeah, And the guy came in. He was like, Jesus Christ, I don't know what you've been up to. Was it a, so it was a Playboy bunny? No, it wasn't. It was just a, for some reason she thought that, that doesn't matter, let's not go into the details. No, we do need to go into these details. For some reason she thought that might be something I'd like. So I arrived at the <gasps> room and she she was doing a little bit of play acting. Mm. And what were you? Was it something that you liked? No, not really. Well, you liked it what enough she... to go hammer and tongs on the kitchen. Yeah, but I wasn't that into it. I was kind of like, come on, can we just, I don't know. Let's say, can we were just... you dressed up as Mr. McGregor? Yeah. Mr. McLean, Dr. McLean. No, Mr. McGregor true. from Peter Rabbit. I was so it was like a Peter Rabbit theme. Oh yeah, it was really oh, it was like he, a it, was, it was like Beatrice Potter times a thousand. Oh, that's 
Right, okay, oh, so no. was it a one-night situation? Well, Jerry, I don't know why you're judging me. Jerry plays rats with bloody Tulsa. He's weak well, all over hot. We've talked about this all the time. So was this a one-nighter or was this a, a woman that you'd spent a little while with? This is a woman I'd been with for a long time. Right, okay. Oh. And she, you came home and she was already in her bunny ears? Uh, I, I arrived at the hotel. Hotel. Yeah. And she she was, had a whole night organised for me. Right. Which I ruined by not being that interested. So what do you think of the fact, boys? Rubbish. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. What I don't understand is it's a little bit like Matt Heath, your theory of people who wear crocs are great in the sack. Mm. It's like what comes first? Because is it is it just a correlation thing? Because mm. if you've correlation got, isn't causation. Yeah, exactly. So if, is it just a coincidence that people who like a bit of spice are just a good time in the sack? State or, or have more time in the and, sack. And, and like, what about people that like myrrh? Are people like that myrrh and frankincense? Are they good in the sack? They're what, great in the sack. What were the wise men like? Were they good in the well, sack? Well, they've just been stagged, mate. What about, what about geese? Are geese good in the sack? I mean, we don't know. We don't. There's a lot of questions that have been asked today, but okay. um, all right. That well. brings us to the end of another uh, exciting fact factor Christmas edition, mm. and I guess. That's me that won. Mash will be delivering his fact on the FM broadcast tomorrow. Congratulations, Mash. Mash. Live from the Iraqi Gulf. Oh, shit. You're going to be delivering that fact on the boat tomorrow. Yeah, mate. Wow. Yeah, mate. Just wow.